When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast Royal listeners, we are coming to you today, Thursday, September 8th, with the saddest of news. As you all have no doubt heard by now, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II passed away today at her beloved Balmoral at age 96. We are devastated, as I'm sure you all are as well. Rachel, how have you been today? It's been a really tough day. It's been a really tough day. There's no way I'm going to make it through this episode without crying. It's been a really tough day. I'm sure it has been for all of our listeners. No doubt it has been for the royal family. I am gutted and devastated. How are you? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's it's come as a bit of a shock. We were just talking um, before we started recording. It's, it, you know, it's such a surprise. Um, it, it felt... Um, you know, very, very quick. And I, I feel like we've all been just sort of kind of scrambling today, trying to, to make sense of the announcement. Um, but I have, I have also um, felt incredibly sad by this news today. Yeah, I woke up to a text from my editor saying this might be happening um, soon. I didn't realize it would be today. And I texted you immediately. And I think we were both in shock as much as one can be in shock when the person that passes away is 96 years old, but Mm -hmm. it just seems to have happened so quickly from when we saw her on Tuesday with the new prime minister. And now here we are, and it is just devastating news. Probably the biggest loss that we've ever felt as Royal reporters. And it is just, heartbreaking for everyone, um, again, most especially her family. So we said when we went on break that we would come back with, if anything happened, obviously never thinking that this would happen or anything like this would happen. But here we are. This is going to be a very brief episode. Please join us next Wednesday for our full episode. But we did want to run down some news of the week that pertains to Her Majesty's passing So we'll jump into that now. We last saw Her Majesty on Tuesday at Balmoral Castle in Scotland, where she received and appointed Liz Truss as the newest UK Prime Minister. Traditionally, the Queen has held Prime Minister appointments formally in London at Buckingham Palace, but however, it was announced that she would remain at Balmoral to receive Truss due to her recent health concerns. Earlier today, Buckingham Palace released a statement that read, following further evaluation this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The Queen remains comfortable and at Balmoral. Then shortly following that statement, her immediate family began making their way to Balmoral. 
Princess Anne was already in Scotland for an engagement, so was Prince Charles. They were the first to arrive at Balmoral to be with the Queen. And Camilla also traveled to Balmoral today, as well as Prince William, Prince Andrew, Prince Edward and Sophie, and Prince Harry, who is in the UK for engagements. Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, stayed in Windsor with Princes George and Louis and Princess Charlotte, as it was their first day of school at Lambert School. Meghan remains at Frogmore Cottage, where she and Prince Harry are staying during their visit to the UK. We saw reports that the entrance of Balmoral Castle has been blocked by barriers. We also saw senior members of the royal family arriving by car at Balmoral after their plane landed at Aberdeen Airport. The car was driven by Prince William and he was with Prince Andrew, Prince Edward, and Sophie. And just before, I believe it was 7 p.m. in the UK, the announcement was made that Her Majesty had passed away. The Royal Family website, royal.uk, was locked down with only a black background on the homepage and a photo of the Queen from her coronation. At the top of the page, it read Queen Elizabeth II, 1926 to 2022. The official, excuse me, the official Royal Family Instagram account along with other royal Instagram accounts, shared a beautiful black and white photo of the queen with an announcement that read, quote, the queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The king, and, excuse me, the king and queen consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. Buckingham Palace released a statement from Charles that read, the death of my beloved mother, Her Majesty the Queen, is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms, and the Commonwealth, and by countless people around the world. During this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted by our knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the queen was so widely held. King Charles, I'm just, it's just still so jarring to me. At some point today, you may have heard the phrase London Bridge is down, or perhaps you heard people reference Operation London Bridge. This is the name given to the very specific plan, very meticulous plan for how matters would be handled immediately following the death of Her Majesty. Announcements and activities following her death, including her funeral, are all part of Operation London Bridge. Operation London Bridge has actually been in place since the 1960s, so almost 60 years. These details have been part of a long-standing plan to ensure the proper order of operations and careful implementation of protocol that follows such a monumental event as the death of a monarch. So Charles, the former Prince of Wales is now to be known as King Charles III. He immediately took this title following the death of the Queen. And of course, this also means that Prince William and Catherine now officially have the titles Duke and Duchess of Cornwall and Cambridge. While the Duke of Cornwall is inherited by Prince William from Prince Charles, they are not automatically the Prince and Princess of Wales. King Charles will have to bestow that title on Prince William. Which we all believe that will happen in, in due course. Yes. We anticipate Her Majesty's funeral will take place within the next two weeks, and we will look out for that announcement. Of course, we will keep you posted on everything we know. We'll be back on Wednesday, as I said, 
with more news as we know it. The BBC reported on the expected details of the funeral, and according to that report, it is believed the funeral will be held at Westminster Abbey, which is where she married Prince Philip in 1947, and also where her coronation took place in 1953. A couple of other points that I want to hit. So in just the most stunning act that no one could have written if it were fiction, a double rainbow appeared over Buckingham Palace shortly before the Queen's death was announced and likely after she had already passed away. The skies were stormy over London and the clouds broke and over Buckingham Palace, you can't make this up. This is not a coincidence. This is God and this is her. I believe a double, oh my gosh, sorry, a double rainbow appeared and mourners who I guess didn't know yet that they were mourners were already coming to Buckingham Palace. We knew that the queen obviously was gravely ill based off of the statement from Buckingham Palace and they were already beginning, although not in droves yet, but a small crowd was beginning to assemble and lay flowers and that was around five o'clock p.m. London time that they started to lay flowers. This rainbow appeared around 5.30 and the death was announced around six, between 6.30 and seven, as you said. And there is a quote I love from the movie Fried Green Tomatoes that says, a lady always knows when it's time to leave. And I find it so beautiful that truly by the grace of God, Harry was already in the UK when this devastating event happened. It took him a moment to get there from Windsor, but he wasn't coming from California. Also, the queen was able to appoint her what would be her final prime minister. She did it her way at her favorite place on earth, Balmoral, not in a hospital. She made it through the Platinum Jubilee. She truly did everything she needed to do. And we are now entering into a 10-day mourning period. Um, Folks have asked about Charles's coronation. That won't be until this spring, so that, that won't be for a long time. I also read today that the Crown has stopped filming out of respect to Her Majesty. And as I said, we will have more news in next week's episode, but that is what we know today, Thursday, September 8th at 6.39 p.m. Central Time, which is 12.39 a.m. on September 9th, London time. So is there anything else that you would like to add before I read this little thing that I've, that I've brought to the table today? Yeah, I appreciate you sharing those, those points. And I saw the photos of the rainbows and it was, it was very beautiful. Um, you know, that's just a reminder of um, God's glory and, and his promises to his people. And, um, you know, listeners, if you follow us on Instagram, we shared some updates on our story today. We also shared um, a few photos of Her Majesty and a quote from her that um, just caught my attention today and and wanted to include it in that post. It's, um, she said, over the years, those who have seemed to me to be the most happy, contented, and fulfilled have always been the people who have lived the most outgoing and unselfish lives. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought that really meant a lot, um, especially because we know she was someone who dedicated her entire life to the service um, of, of others. And so just wanted to, to leave that thought um, with everyone today. Thank you. 
Well, I'll close by reading this piece. I actually wrote this for the Platinum Jubilee, but I've amended it a little bit, um, not really expecting to have her passing be so quickly after the, after the Platinum Jubilee. But it's a little piece I want to leave you with. It's very short, and it's called She Kept Her Word. So few of us anymore know how to keep a promise and how to keep a vow. It's a lost art, it seems. Marriages end. Contracts are broken. Ties are severed all the time, every day. But on April 21st, 1947, on her 21st birthday, the then Princess Elizabeth, speaking in South Africa, gave a radio broadcast from Cape Town that said, I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service in the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. Today, 70 years and seven months after she unexpectedly took the throne on February 6, 1952, she kept her word, and that is why today matters. Yes, we are living history. We've never seen a British monarch reign this long, and we probably never will again, barring catastrophe. That's special and important, but not what gets to me. It's that she kept her word. The queen might have looked like she had it all, tucked away in her palaces and castles with her tiaras and crown jewels. In truth, of course, she's very privileged, but she worked seven days a week, put service before self, and is part of a dying breed of humans that I wish, like hell, we could emulate more often. The queen and my grandmother, who coincidentally, her birthday is tomorrow, September 9th, or it would have been, she passed away 10 years ago, but the queen and my grandmother shared the birth year of 1926. Service to those young men and women who were teens in the throes of World War II wasn't an option. It was a privilege, and we've lost that. So maybe there's no better way to honor our queen than to adopt that mentality, to serve for our whole lives, whether they be long or short, to keep our word, our promises, and our vows. I didn't know the queen, even though as a royal reporter, I spend a lot of my life thinking about her, but I think that's a legacy she could get behind. Rest in peace, your majesty.